When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And this phase can be hard because you feel, if I don't meditate, then it's over for me. What else am I supposed to do? How will I calm my mind? How will I reduce the stress that I'm experiencing right now? How can I alleviate this anxiety that's all over me? Well, firstly, calm down. Because lucky for you, the ancient yogis of India spent thousands of years through trial and error to figure this stuff out. They probably went through the same challenges as you and me were going through. And what is the challenge? The seven chakras, swirling vortices of energy, positioned throughout our body from the base of the spine to the crown of the head for thousands of years. This ancient wisdom has been passed on from master to disciple. What are the functions of these energy centers? And could these chakras help you unlock your destiny and find your true purpose? Welcome to My 7 Chakras. And now, your host, Aditya Jai Kumar. One of the most frequent questions I get from people in our community is, why am I finding it hard to meditate? Are they using the wrong techniques? Are they utilizing incorrect strategies? Are they just not suited for meditation? Or is it something else? This is an important topic that we're going to explore in today's episode, which happens to be the third part of our special yogic breathwork series. I've done two episodes before this, so make sure that you listen to those as well. But before we proceed, especially if you're on your iPhone, then make sure that you hit the subscribe button because that does something magical to the algorithm and makes the episode appear in front of a stranger who otherwise would never have come across our podcast. So take half a second and please press the button subscribe. All right, so going back to our topic for today, which is why do people find it hard to meditate? And it's interesting because I had the same challenge when starting out on my own spiritual awakening journey. And this phase can be hard because you feel if I don't meditate, then it's over for me. What else am I supposed to do? How will I calm my mind? How will I reduce the stress that I'm experiencing right now? How can I alleviate this anxiety that's all over me? Well, firstly, calm down. Because lucky for you, the ancient yogis of India spent thousands of years through trial and error to figure this stuff out. They probably went through the same challenges as you and me were going through. And what is the challenge? Well, it's hard to control your thoughts, right? It's so hard to control your thoughts because your thoughts are subtle. You can't hold on to them. You can't catch them. You can't move them. They're always there. And when you thought they've died down, the chatter begins once again. Sounds familiar? So it's hard and I feel you. So before we talk about the solution that these yogic masters came up with, let's first understand what is the goal of yoga? What is the goal of yoga? The goal of yoga 
is to not get fit. Although that's what a lot of people think. The real goal of yoga is to unite, is to merge. Merge with what you ask? Well, merge with the universe around you. The goal of yoga is to dissolve your ego self and go beyond the sense of separation and realize that you, my friend, are connected with everything around you, the animals, the objects, the people. When you go past this separation, it is as if you have downloaded the truth of the universe and you feel an intense sense of release and joy and bliss. And some people are able to see a magnificent, bright, shiny star in their third eye as if, you know, there is a star that is manifested that has the intensity of a thousand suns. Now this, as you can imagine, is not just the reduction of stress or alleviation of anxiety, which are worthy goals along your path. This is the realization that you are not this body. You are not this meat bag that you're occupying right now. You are a divine being of light. So that's the goal. But somehow, the yogis realize that you cannot jump straight to that level, or at least normal people would find it hard to jump straight to an advanced level, which is why they came up with an eight step plan of self-realization, which is called Ashtanga. Ash means it. Tanga means limb in Sanskrit. You see, the yogis were very methodical, very systematic. And one can argue that they were very scientific as well in their approach to self-realization and self-healing. And guess what? The meditation practice that both you and me were trying so hard to do is step number seven out of eight steps, which is called dhyana. So it's like attempting to go into seventh grade of school without really going through preschool, second grade, and third grade. You got to go step by step, they've advised. So dhyana means uninterrupted flow of concentration when you're able to effortlessly quiet in your mind and let go of all your thoughts. And this, my friend, can be hard without a lot of practice. But the yogis realized something. They realized the interconnectedness of our being. Our mind is connected with our senses. Our senses are connected to our breath. Our breath is connected to our physical body and so on and so forth. Controlling your subtle thoughts might be hard, but what you can attempt to control is how you hold your body. And that's where they began. But even before starting their physical practice, they realized that yoga is a very sacred and divine practice. So step number one out of this eightfold path was yama. Yama deals with one's ethical standards and sense of integrity. What's your behavior like? How do you present yourself to the world? And there are five core principles to master at this first pivotal foundational stage. So the first principle is ahimsa, which is non-violence. Second, satya, truthfulness. Then we have asteya, which is non-stealing. Then we've got brahmacharya, which is sexual abstinence or moderation. Then we've got aparigraha, which means non-greediness, non possessiveness. Now, although these principles might not seem like the yoga that we are all familiar with, they are very much part of the yogic path and very much its foundations. And then we move on to step number two, which is niyama, which has to do with self 
discipline and following certain rules that make life worth living. And then you have first, which is Saucha, cleanliness, Santosha, contentment, Tapas, which means heat, but it can be translated into going through difficulties for spiritual growth. The yogis realize that the difficulties and challenges and obstacles that manifest into our lives are just an opportunity for evolving spiritually. Then we have Swadhyaya, is a study of sacred scriptures for spiritual wisdom. And finally, Ishwara Pranidhana, which means to surrender to God or the universe or the higher intelligence. And they realize very profoundly that once you surrender, you allow the universe to guide you towards your life's purpose. Again, it might not seem like the yoga that people on TV do or at the local studio, but this is very much part of the yogic lifestyle. Then we have step number three, which is asana, which is probably one of the most popular steps of yoga. You see, the yogis realize two things. Firstly, that our body is the temple that holds the light. And so we cannot disregard the body in our pursuit of samadhi or ultimate union. They also realize that since the body is intricately connected with the mind, if we learn how to control and discipline and master how we hold and move our body, then we can influence our thoughts, our emotions. Because guess what? It is easier to move your body. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply party than it is to push away your thoughts. And I'm sure you agree with that. Then we have step number four, which is pranayama, which is breath control. Because again, the yogis realize that once you control your physical body, then controlling your breath is probably easier than even attempting to control your mind. But because the breath and mind are so connected, when you take conscious control of your breathing, you can influence your thoughts and your emotions. And not just that, the yogis somehow discovered that pranayama is not just breathing in and out of air, but the air that we breathe contains a life force that nourishes us and extends our life. Now, prana, as many of you might be familiar, is what the ancient Chinese refer to as qi. From the qi 
Gong, Tai Chi, the life force that keeps us and the entire planet alive. So what's next in this yogic process of self-realization? What's the next step? Well, once you align with the principles and disciplines of yogic life, and once you have some control over your body and your breath, it is now time to move on to the more elusive, subtle aspects of your being. And so the next step is pratyahara, which means withdrawal of sensory stimulation. Right. So step five, the ancient yogic sages knew that there comes a time when our senses get over sensitized and i think this is especially relevant today because we've got social media we've got the news we've got the elections coming up in the usa we've got sugar coffee and so many stimulants that make us over sensitized in such a situation we make a conscious effort through this yogic practice to draw our awareness away from the external world and focus inward so that we can use that energy on more important practices. This is a practice that allows us to observe our cravings, our habits, our daily tendencies, especially the habits that are not really serving us, but actually lowering the quality of our life. Isn't this an amazing step to go through? And then we got step number six. The sixth step is called dharana, which means concentration. You see, once we let go of these external stimuli, it's now time to focus on the distractions and the fluctuations of the mind. They say the mind has over 64,000 thoughts per day. That's what the scientists say, but I don't know, maybe it's more, maybe it's less, but around that range. And as you can imagine, controlling these thoughts can be hard. But remember, we're not jumping straight to this step, but we're going step by step and building on our foundations. Step number seven is dhyana, which means contemplation or meditation. And this is what a lot of people are trying to jump to straight away. And the goal with this step is to maintain an unwavering, uninterrupted flow of concentration, free of the constant fluctuation of thoughts and distractions. It's hard, isn't it? Just to think about it is hard. Step number eight is the ultimate goal of yoga, which is once you have, you know, mastered the ability to meditate and sit in silent contemplation, the ultimate goal of yoga, as the ancient seers say, is samadhi, where you blend and merge with the universe around you and realize this fundamental truth that is of unity consciousness. So the point I'm trying to make, my friends, and especially those who are listening right now, with this episode is simple. If you have found it hard to sit down, close your eyes and meditate, then you are not alone. The yogis, me and you, we've all faced the same challenges. What you can do is focus on your breath because that is slightly easier. In fact, when you take conscious control of your breath, amazing things happen. You can calm your mind, you can dilate your blood vessels, lower your blood pressure, relax your entire nervous system, secrete some feel-good hormones like serotonin, oxytocin and endorphins that make you feel so happy, so joyful, so ecstatic when you breathe properly. You can, my friend, switch off your negative stress response and allow your nervous system to focus on functions of resting digesting and building your immune system. And guess what? During this pandemic phase that we are in right now, 
you need to strengthen your immune system you need good rest and good sleep and you need to digest your food properly so that you get the energy that you deserve and you need right all of this is possible with the right breathing techniques and the right mindset so you don't have to jump to grade seven let's go to grade three all right and because i had this epiphany in my own life I want to spread this important message of the power of breathwork and that's why I host these yogic healing breathwork circles every Sunday morning on Zoom and it's not just breathwork but I design these sessions with some beautiful uplifting music some ecstatic dance routine some mantra meditation and some deep breathing to help you relax and unwind and in fact this Saturday August 22nd 2020 i'm hosting a yogic healing breathwork intro workshop for people that are new to breathwork and want a taste of this bliss this joy this happiness it's going to be a shorter session compared to what we do usually it's going to be about a 40 minute workshop where i will give you an introduction into yogic breathwork tell you a bit about the history teach you some simple but powerful breathing techniques and we'll do two rounds of breath work so that you can feel the energetic shift within i'm not going to tell you how to feel you will feel it yourself because guess what you've got an inner healer within you've got an inner pharmacist within that is able to create the medicine that you need to heal and repair and to be honest i was going to charge about six dollars and 99 cents for this intro workshop but because i want to provide everyone an opportunity to partake in this beautiful experience and to join me live on zoom i'm pricing this workshop at 99 cents that's right for 99 cents you can join me and everyone else on zoom live at 1:30 p.m. pacific that is 4:30 p.m. eastern and we will breathe together we will heal together and if you can't attend live then you can request a replay and you can watch it whenever you want so if this makes sense then to grab our 99 cent ticket to our saturday intro breathwork session go to my seven chakras.com forward slash breath work intro seven is a word my seven chakras.com forward slash breath work intro and i'm also going to add it to the show notes but if you're listening to this episode a few months down the line and if time has elapsed then just join our facebook group because that is where i make all the announcements about our breathwork workshops go to my7chakras.com forward slash tribe my7chakras.com forward slash tribe so i hope this episode was useful and if you have any comments or feedback just shoot me an email at aj at my7chakras.com aj at my7chakras.com and i'd love to connect with you and finally if you like my work then consider supporting this podcast by writing an itunes review you see these reviews that people write make a huge difference uh, and besides from time to time i read out your reviews and i post them on my personal profile as well so if you feel like supporting us with a review then go to my7chakras.com forward slash review that's my7chakras.com forward slash review once again my7chakras.com forward slash review i'll talk to you soon thank you for listening to my seven chakras at my7chakras.com that is my s e v e n c h
www.sadhguruchakras.com. Mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.